a world where Toku fans are easy and the wrong figure arts are released for retail. Welcome to our season seven, episode five. The world ends with Jew. Oh God! <laughs> it sounds it's a... bad, but <laughs> like, now a... that I say it, it's a great game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not the Jew part, but the, like the actual game, the world ends with you. That's a great game. But anyhow, I made myself sound slightly racist there, but I, I ever since slightly. Ultimate Spider Monkey, it's unavoidable for me. But, like, I thought of that last week, but then I decided against it since he really wasn't here last week, and then I didn't have a title, and then I lucked out that I was packing up when you guys were starting. <laughs> uh, so, there's been, like, a severe lack of content for titles, which is, like, even worse now. Granted, I never, I don't think I've used Flareoff stuff for a title in, like, a really long time, but still. And that's how I ended up here. With you. Cool story, uh, bro. Classic. <laughs> Amazing story. Yeah. The best. 10 out of 10. We don't even need to do the rest of the show now. Drops Mike because he got us kicked out of the hotel for the Sheridan. <laughs> uh, go dance in the fountain. <laughs> if he had done it with pies, then we wouldn't even have the convention center. <laughs> That's we, it. We wouldn't, Morphicon would just be canceled forever. <laughs> they would like blacklist him at all the hotels and convention centers in the greater California area. <laughs> That'd actually be pretty funny. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too surprised. <laughs> we probably had to pay for it somehow, even though it wasn't our fault. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Ridiculous. How would Junior pay for the fountain damage? <laughs> uh, the more money he you donate, the help. more time he'll flip. <laughs> In the HDJ flipathon. I remember seeing him. I think it was the second one, or no, the third one for, uh, and like he just randomly flipped just in place when he like when people were in line for him. It was just classic. <laughs> I still love that picture that Cat took of Niji doing like a generic smile and him just looking at him like the fuck's up with this dude. It's <laughs> a good one. Uh, let me look at those pictures again. Good times. Uh, I've been time with Rick Medina. <laughs> What's happening with that guy? I think he's in jail. <laughs> I'm like, I'm watching Wild Force and I'm like, he killed someone. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you do not have a heart! You are an orc! And then he stabbed him and I was like, whoa. Too far. But I couldn't, I just, I couldn't help but think about it when he was like listening for org hearts and shit. <laughs> it was a sign of things to come. <laughs> <laughs> I am a guardian <laughs> of the earth! Plank. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> foreshadow. Oh. oh man, he thought it was a uh, master org. You killed my parents. <laughs> uh, some people Classic. never leave their roles. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so dedication on rivals. <laughs> oh man, so defend yeah. so many people in the fandom right now. It's That's been okay, enough time. No one, no one I mean, in the fandom listens to us. For me, it was like five seconds after the news broke 
that it was like enough time passed for me to joke about it. It was just <laughs> it was too much. I mean, when it, if it had just been like a brawl or like a gunshot, but it was a sword, it's like come on. I mean, if it had been like the the dagger with the wild force crystal in it or like a lion puncher, there's like no way you could avoid it. Was this weapon was supposed to be like a advanced boxing glove? I don't know. I don't know what that was, to be honest. With you. I don't know either. It's like we just need a piece that you can put on the sword. I know it'll be like a glove handle. Because <laughs> you know he can't just use the actual handle. Yeah, he's like, gotta it, have a big metal oven mitt. Like they did have it without the handle, but then people kept throwing it at their TVs like Wii remotes. So it was like their version <laughs> of the Wii remote strap. Here, here, Cole, use this. <laughs> uh, it is really funny when you think about I it. I don't need to worry about my TV anymore. <laughs> now I can play is... bowling forever. I go make bowling. <laughs> <laughs> it's too easy. It was right there. It was. It was. It was the first thing I thought of, honestly. There's so I've been using that so much randomly. Like it's even weirder around people that don't get it, because I'll just be sitting there with people and I'll just go, I go make bowling, and I look like I've just <laughs> lost it and been possessed by a Russian ghost or something. <laughs> Classic Nadia, <laughs> catch gypsy. <laughs> oh, she's the best. I broke the groom's penis. <laughs> Oh, God. I missed that show. I know. I missed trying all to shows. Kill They're trying to kill all shows right now. They're trying to kill television. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy built by Netflix. <laughs> Speaking of, the new Voltron show comes out on Friday, and I'm excited. Oh, yeah, because like, I've never been huge on Voltron, but they're like, the creators of Legend of Korra, I'm like, I'm in. I'm all yeah, in, son. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for that because, like, the last Voltron show, like Voltron Force, that was on Nick, wasn't that great, and there really hasn't been anything like since then, and really before then. So it's just kind of been this big <laughs> drought of nothing. Because Lord knows, I don't want to watch the old show. That'd be too painful. <laughs> it, it is. Have you tried watching the old Star Trek? It's like watching a no. high school play, but forever. <laughs> That'll be in my one-ups. Uh, speaking uh, speaking of, I guess we should. That was on. a sneak peek at five minutes from now. How exciting! The sneakiest of peeks. Really. Uh, uh, I'm not drinking soda. That's a um, signal to get things started. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's that's the jingle for the one-ups. It's just a burp. <laughs> uh, Finally. <laughs> no, we just need one for the, the news. Um, just a yawn. Alright, so HLJ Box got here with uh, Geo the Light, the uh, vinyl figure, and then the uh, statues of Ash and Misty. So I'm all caught up with those, and I've got a flashlight changer here. I never thought I would say that, but <laughs> here we are. With a flashlight changer, it's cool. It's a cool toy. Um, a little, a little bit basic, but it's still got more than some six ranger changers usually do. So it's not. It's always bad. a fun rhyme to say, isn't it? Ranger changer. Six ranger, cha six ranger changers. <laughs> six changers. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> never mind. Uh, Secondary so, <laughs> Six Riders. That guy here. Um, what else? I got uh, a. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking of you and Chris's comments on that video now. Uh, when I got the turtle got toys from, to from Playmates. <laughs> I got two people to shoot. I got two people to drive. <laughs> I got the perfect crime. Uh, so, like, they sent me those, and uh, the truck's actually right here. So, it's, it's kind of cool. It's really hollow and kind of made of cheap plastic, but I'll get to that in the actual video. But, Spoiler uh, and so Yeah, they sent me four figures, and so I'm sitting here going, Okay, I got two turtles <laughs> and two bad guys. I at least need the other two turtles. <laughs> you can't just give me two of the four <laughs> turtles and expect me to be happy with things. And so I was out uh, shopping yesterday. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, yeah, yesterday. I'm thinking it was th it's Thursday now and it messed me up. Um, but yesterday for all intents and purposes... Uh, and so we were at Target, and I picked up Donnie and Raph, and I was like, okay, cool, I got the turtles, I, I'm good with that at the very least. And then we go to, to Meyer to do the grocery shopping, and I go buy the toys, because I don't go anywhere without checking the toys, even though I know they won't have anything. And there's a little sign that says, two for eight on the turtles figures, except it's only on, it, it's like one of those, like, middle-of-the-aisle display Things that wasn't in the actual toy section because they're advertising the movie and stuff. And it's only on the part with like the Nick toys. Nick. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like. All ICK well, words are ruined now. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, well, that's just ick. <laughs> Don't be such a dick. <laughs> uh, let me just give it I'm a click. One thing. <laughs> people are gonna start wondering why i'm emphasizing that shit now uh, i've lost and so it's, it was a two for eight and i'm like well that's a good deal and so i scanned one of the movie figures and it rang up at the sale price i'm like well shit that's a fucking deal because <laughs> they're normally 8.99 a piece and so i grabbed everyone that they had i just said fuck it at four bucks i'll go all out so I grabbed everyone except uh, Krang and Casey because they didn't have them. And I was like, okay, cool. And so they rang up $4. I was happy. And then I went out today to a different Meyer to find the other two. I found them, except this one didn't ring up on sale. For whatever reason, my Meyer had them on sale and this one didn't. And so I'm like, these are supposed to be on sale, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, the sign back there says two phrases. She's like, okay. Didn't even check or anything. I'm like, oh, fuck, I could have said two for three or something at this rate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to pay me $5 to take it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but I, we did that, and so I, I got all the movie toys that are relevant. I didn't get, like, the fucking, like, flight suit raft or whatever shit they're trying to sell me. The most relevant. Uh, so I'm going to do videos on those. And... I've been reading all the DC Rebirth issues. Those are all really fun. <laughs> I think I'm going to end up doing that. I have a funny story about you, that. Sort of you, funny. You, you, you should. More I've, like a funny I've, idiot moment for me. 
funny idiot moment. I've I've read everything at the moment except uh, Wonder Woman Rebirth because I ran out of time today. Um, but ev- everything I've read has been really good, so um, looking forward to more of that. But I think that's that's it. Fun times. I found oh I found I found the Manaphy oh. plush and stuff. I found those finally. I had the videos up so everyone knows, but. <laughs> <laughs> I finally found those past. after bitching about it last week. But, okay. Okay, let's see. Um, well, I'm no longer dog-sitting at the moment. So that's the thing. So I was actually here on time-ish. Um, I guess, so the funny story about that is is that I downloaded that free rebirth issue, and I still haven't read it. I want to read that first, and then I'm probably going to end up just doing what you're doing and getting all the digital ones of yeah. like the individuals because it's like a good jumping-in point. And it might give us something to talk about on the podcast. Boom. It, it might. But, um, but anyway, like, so it's on my iPad, and I had my iPad when I was over there all the time. And when I was, o- I would go over there in the morning, and that's when I would read the book I've been reading. And mm. so, but I wouldn't read it usually when I was there in the afternoon, and the evening, because the lighting in their house is pretty shit. And like three nights in a row, I kept thinking I want to read Rebirth, and then I thought, oh fuck, I forgot. It's like. 8 o'clock, it's too dark in the house to read. Because, like, even their lamp's super shitty. It's on my iPad. <laughs> I just need a light of any kind. The lighting in here in sucks. Row, looks at illuminated screen. Like, for three nights in a row, that excuse flew with me. Like, I didn't even realize it until, like, uh, two days after that when I decided I wanted to read it. And, yeah, so I'm going to try to read that in the next couple days and then uh, download the other issues. But uh, in relation to that, though, when I was placing on an Amazon order, I was actually ordered the Star Wars book I want to read, uh, Bloodline, and I ordered. I finally ordered that Kanan comic, and I ended up ordering like some cheap, just like small compendiums of various DC comics. Like I wanted to read Green Arrow Year One, and I got Flash Rebirth because I've seen that recommended multiple times. And then it was like eight bucks, so even though I probably will just end up reading the the Rebirth series, like not Flash Rebirth, not the new one, the old Flash Rebirth. It's like, a, <laughs> yeah, it's it's re Rebirth. It's like Flash prenatal. I don't know, uh, but um, <laughs> like even though I'll probably just end up jumping in with re- this Rebirth of the Flash, I I ordered the first compendium of New Fifty Two Flash. It was like eight bucks, but um, but yeah, so I ordered those. I haven't read anything yet, but I'm planning on it because I'm trying to finish my book first. Um. And I, I found, I don't, I bet it'll go cheaper later, but it was, I guess that Super Saiyan, God Super Saiyan Vegeta finally came out and it was like on Amazon, so I just bought it, since I don't think I can get it from, well, I guess I wouldn't get Dragon Ball from Oki anyway, but so I got that, I ordered it today, and uh, an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. mug because I saw it at like the Not Hastings store here, but it was too expensive. <laughs> And, uh, like, my Geo of the World stuff and my Mugen stuff is all in my private warehouse because I'm just waiting for the Megazord because I want to just ship it all at once. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I don't have anything Toka-related that I've ordered. I don't think I've bought anything else either because it was just all those random purchases. I got my ticket for Dever Comic-Con, and I'm, like, internally debating whether I want to get a Photoshop, Photoshop photo shoot <laughs> with either Haley Atwell or John Barrowman or both. Probably neither, but it's tempting. <laughs> because, like, Haley Atwell, you know, it's Haley Atwell, and I'm watching Torchwood, so I'm like, kind of want to do that. I'm like, hey, you should do Torchwood and stop dicking around on Arrow because you're getting really <laughs> annoying on there. Um, 
but that's it for buying for watching. Like I just said, I have been watching Torch, but I'm almost done with season two, and I've actually been enjoying that quite a bit. Um, watching Wild Force for my PR rewatch. I'm only about maybe ten episodes, almost done with that. I'm like right after Kite took the fucking Zords, and I'm sitting here mentally <laughs> fantasizing about one of the Wild Zords accidentally stepping on him. Uh, it's like bordering on orgasmic. Like it's just, I seriously hate that kid. But other other than how much I hate Kite, I've actually been enjoying Wild Force quite a bit. Like. I didn't remember it moving at such a, a pretty good pace. Like, there is filler in there, but, like, for... It was almost, only until recently there was actually more filler in a row, but it, it moved pretty quickly, and it's actually been pretty enjoyable. Um, I've also been watching, as uh, part of, like, the comic kick of filling the void of DC not being there with the Justice League series, mm-hmm. which has been okay. I call it Old Justice, because it's, like, Young Justice with old people and there's like hardly any interconnected stories so it's kind of like i'm basically watching it for scholastic purposes to learn about various characters and stuff because (laughs) there's there's nothing like continuing uh, very concrete but there is some cool episodes but it's not like young justice where you watch it and you want to find out how the characters change or what happens in the story it's kind of like hey that was a cool story this one was boring but I do like Hawk Girl quite a bit better on the series, though. She's a lot more assertive, and she has like much more of a backbone. Yeah, that's pretty much like all Hawk Girls compared to the one we got in Legends. Yeah, like I know we she got was like new. the short stick with Legends. Yeah. Like I know she was she's still new, like finding her powers in this one. But like in particular, like the last episode I watched was was pretty badass. And they've done a couple alternate universe episodes. Like they did one that was based on the Justice. It was not society. It was like this 1950s happy version of it, and and Black Siren was in it, and and then they did like a one where it was called the the Justice Lords, and they were like basically dictators over everyone. And Superman had a freaking <laughs> awesome costume in it, even though he was a huge dick. But so I've just been watching a bunch of random Netflix things because I didn't have access to like regular TV for a while. So that's what I've been watching, and I feel like there was something else that I was going to tell that was of somewhat importance, but probably not. Not really. I did finally finish Uncharted. Um, Uncharted 4. Uncharted 1, finally. On to 2. No, uh, but I really liked it. Uh, I think that it w- was a little bit more repetitive than I remember the other games being, but I really liked the story a lot. Again, it had mm-hmm. a really satisfying conclusion with epilogue and whatnot. Um, and I don't, I don't remember if I mentioned it last week, but I did finish Quantum Break also, which was super fun. Like, the time powers are awesome. It's, like, the most fun. But I, I, I hope to check it out sometime, like, when it gets cheaper on sale yeah. and stuff. But I, I yeah. still need to look at Tomb Raider. I never, <laughs> I never got the second Tomb Raider, so... Yeah, that's a good one, too. But, like, if it goes on sale or, like, on Black Friday time, definitely recommend checking it out. Like... I, I don't know if I mentioned on the show, but, like, the TV aspect, because, like, every choice leads to, like, an episode of a TV show. It's a cool idea, but I almost would rather just have cutscenes, because it reminds mm-hmm. me of, like, the olden times when they tried to integrate them. But I think they made some cool ideas with it. But, like, my favorite parts are just the time powers. Like, it's super fun. Like, and it's, like I think I mentioned, too, it's similar enough to Uncharted, where I'm, like, used to having the time powers. So, like, I, I came back and played Uncharted, and I was trying to, like, time zip. I'm like, fuck, why are you so old, Nathan? Yeah, that's that's pretty much been me. I don't think anything else value has happened. Just me not realizing you can read an iPad without 
a light source. <laughs> like, that was really dumb. That was like a classic me moment. That was too dark in here to read from the iPad. Uh, okay, so now it's time for the Jingleist News. It makes it sound like I don't have any balls for some reason, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, so what do we got? What do we want to start um, with? All sorts of, like, really small, obscure stuff. Yeah. Um, the... Fuck, what the hell do I start with? I don't know. Let's go look at something, I guess. Let's open up a web page. E-E-E dot... <laughs> dot earth2.com <laughs> slash terrible uh, acting <laughs> slash Kevin doesn't remember the bit what's a power ranger god damn it we, we fell apart within 45 seconds of this Short, shortest bit ever <laughs> um uh the rest of the MMPR pop vinyls are gonna be a thing. That's the thing oh, yeah. that's happening. Um, I kind of hate that there's that GameStop exclusive one with the wolf thing, but like we couldn't get the them on the actual action figures, the emblems. You know, the oh, movie action like figures. Like oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying now. Yeah. Yeah, that was still weird. They like, it's kind had... of a neat little thing, but, like, the fact that we don't have them on the actual figures or, like, swappable ones would have been cool. Swappable ones would have been, like, the best alternative, I think. Yeah. But... Yeah. Now, watch but it's just we release... have so many things with the dinosaur. <laughs> watch them release new just... versions in that legacy line eventually. <laughs> uh, probably. Where are the goddamn <laughs> coins, man? What are they saving them for? I don't know. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Um, Megaforce and Super Megaforce are getting complete season DVDs. DVDs. Whoopee. It's like everything <laughs> but the holiday specials, apparently, which... Yeah. I really don't care about having the holiday specials, but if I were to buy that, I would rather have the Blu-ray, since that's one of the most positive things about this era, is how pretty all looks. Um, which is weird, because I was under the impression that the Super Samurai Blu-ray sold actually pretty well. So... <laughs> and they never did a Samurai proper one, did they? No, the Blu-ray. only way you, no. the only no, not on Blu-ray. It, it was in fact yeah, it wasn't even at stores. You it was yeah. through Amazon's like DVD on demand service or something. And yeah, just I remember. Took that. the individual volumes and shoved them in a case together. <laughs> like I would totally buy Samurai through Super Mega Force on complete series Blu-rays. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I honestly don't care about the holiday specials not being in there. I mean, it's kind of annoying for completion's sake, but in terms of me rewatching them, I'm happily skipping over those. What about Robo Knight? <laughs> the Robo Knight oh, that one. Christmas. Damn it! I've betrayed myself! <laughs> and everything I stood for. It's the best episode of Power Rangers ever, you know it. <laughs> I wish Robo Knight would accidentally punch Kite in the face and then he would die. <laughs> I mean, doesn't God Probably believe in miracles anymore? <laughs> he was Um, the better environmentalist to be honest (laughs) Uh, we got some Geoger and Ghost movie stuff Um, I don't know anything about (laughs) Geoger's movie other than the Condor thing is in it but (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah the dick thing uh, uh, yeah the dick bird the dick Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
we, I mean, we already knew about Dark Ghost, which admittedly looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Dark Ghost looks yeah. really cool. I'm a huge fan of, like, white suits and, like, white and black, so I really like it a lot. I'm about liking Ghost's general designs anyway. Yeah. And so that looks cool, and then we had the, the dark Necrom Sentai over here. Oh, yeah. Those look really funny. <laughs> uh, those guys, the horribly generic-looking ones. But then this other one popped up. That is, like, really purple. He's, like, super fucking purple. And, uh, so apparently that's gonna be Spectre's dad. And it's Kamen Rider Zero Spectre. And I have no idea. There's, I don't think there's any info other than that. But he, he looks pretty stupid. Mostly because I can't see his helmet in this picture. Like, it's just, it's dark purple on black, and you can't make anything out. But, anyhow, it's, it's, uh, his suit design, his suit design is just a purple specter. It's like, he's got the same fucking lines on it. Like a regular specter? Yeah. Or, okay, because I was going to say, like, deep specter's already purple, like, how do you make that more purple? Like, damn. it's just, it's just normal specter. That's weird. Apparently, like, they all of a sudden decided they really wanted purple associated with Spectre's entire setup, like, between Deep Spectre and Dad Spectre. Kamen Rider Dad Spectre. (laughs) That's a better name. Spectre Spectre Dadget. I don't even know. Like, that doesn't even make any sense. It was just, like, a pun for no reason. (laughs) Classic Matthew Broderick. Uh, So, um... That happened... Um, the Tokyo Toy Show is going on right now, and there's all just kind of sorts of, like, weird-ass stuff being shown. Um, they're doing a full Judenshi set, but they're all die-cast. Yeah. And my only question is why? <laughs> because <laughs> like, they can. Like, I could understand this being a thing when Kyoryuger was on. But, like, Japan's not doing anything with Kyoryuger, so, like, the the existence of this just seems really questionable to me. Um, but, okay, whatever. It, it's, like, 15,000 yen, I'm like, fuck that. Oh, jeez. If, if I could get them individually, I would buy Ovi Rapu in a heartbeat. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, uh, Kotetsu Toys website occasionally gets like sets and opens them and sells them individually so i might pick up a diecast ovi rapu eventually but (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i'm gonna get the full set that's just ridiculous um other than that we also got they're releasing a set of the coins that they use in geoger the villains like the continue coin and the coin to summon the little saiyan squid things yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh, so they're selling that. I have no idea how much that is. I haven't gotten that far uh, in terms of looking at things. Um, t- <laughs> fucking god, t- Tomashi Nations put up <laughs> fucking. Oh my god, I love this. Okay, it's the uh, Toy Story Chogatai Woody Robo Sheriff Star. <laughs> <laughs> And so, y'all remember way back the Mickey and Friends robot? It's the sequel this, to that. This, this is that, but with Toy Story characters. And it's beautiful. 
I'm hoping it stays together better than the Mickey robot does. Never change Japan. Except for <laughs> making things not fall apart, but... Yeah. Uh, your mind's so, in a place. Like, Woody is the body, and then Slinky and Bullseye form the arms. And I think bits of the body, too. I'm trying to figure out how this works. I think, actually, most of the body's Bullseye, now that I look at it. But... Uh, Conversations anyway, so... you never thought you'd have. <laughs> and then Rex and Ham are the legs. And so together, they're Woody Robo Sheriff Star. And <laughs> the best part is to advertise this. They made a short animation <laughs> featuring them fighting a giant kaiju version of Trixie the Triceratops. Oh my god. I didn't even see that. And they that partner cool. up with Transitron, which was that, that like Sentai Robo-esque toy from... That one, that like the first Toy Story special that was on TV, the Halloween, the Toy Story of Terror or whatever. Oh, yeah. So yeah. They brought that little robot back for this animation. And <laughs> it's honestly terrific. <laughs> and apparently, if you buy it, you get a small storybook version of that animation. So, it's the, next kids, it's the next kid's hit. Honestly. Next kid's sensation. And so, jokingly, I said they need to release a solo version of Buzz that can combine and form wings for this. Well, if you look on the website, it says next information, July 21st, Japan time, coming soon. And it shows a silhouette of Buzz Lightyear. And, like, <laughs> the shadow of it is a combined form of the robot that's obviously different because it has Buzz pieces on it. So... I called it. <laughs> Skype guy's gotten good. You don't even have to be on Skype anymore, and he just reports the information. He's like a mind reader now. He's a metahuman. Uh, so, so as much as I thought the Mickey robot was just kind of meh, I love Toy Story. <laughs> so I'm gonna get this. Plus, it's a retail release, so Ami Ami discount will help. What uh, if this is sure. a, um, early foreshadowing for Toy Story 4's plot? If, to if Toy Story 4 introduces combining robots, I'm all for it. <laughs> uh, Toy Story is actually Toy Story is actually Pacific Rim 2. <laughs> it would be oh my god, and John Boyega is in it. Perfect. They just made the perfect movie. They <laughs> did. Toy Story and Kaiju and John Boyega. It's perfect. I was just thinking, like doing a. a this toy like actually in the movie would be like almost jumping the shark for it but if it was like some sort of dream sequence like the zerg thing it would actually be pretty amazing it would be for toy story that... four or five whenever want... you know they're gonna keep going i want that to happen it would be pretty cool oh it'd be great so anyway that's a that's a thing that happened um i don't think anything else of importance um, uh, in non-toku related news according to our correspondent chris there's going to be a new Digimon series, um, uh, which was actually a while ago, but there's pictures of it-ish. Speaking of... And toy pictures. We, we can we can do this we can do this live. What? Live? What's happening? Hold your horses. Did I step into a trap? I'm scared now, Brian. <laughs> um, this was sent to me. Hi, Chris? 
What did you say it's me? No, actually. I thought, I thought we were bros. Oh, okay. Oh, is it a little trailer? Hold on. What's not? It's happening. Everyone shut it's up. A, it's not a little trailer. It's four minutes and oh. 21 seconds. It's, why, why does the link start in the middle? Should I go back to the beginning? I, yeah, go, go to the beginning. Okay. Okay, everyone shut up. By everyone. Okay. Like, wait, it's not playing. Hold on. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Oh, wait, oh sorry. I didn't know we were doing it together. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Great. I thought you already watched it for some reason. I don't know why, because we were both here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Words. I might remember to put this in the episode description so people can watch it with us. <laughs> if not, you're SOL. Japanese people walking. There's a white guy, or a rarity in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> they all wash the whole place. That was too far. I'm sorry. Mwah. <laughs> This is like the beginning of Digimon Frontier, but for everyone. Bitch, your iPhone's broken. So dark, extreme! Dark, dark. <laughs> extreme Freaking acting! Intense oh. music. Dude, you sent me the Watch Dogs 2 trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Dogs get pretty interesting. Man, everyone's iPhone's fucking up. It's gonna hurt Apple's stock. This is a terrible advertisement for the virus app. Guys, your apps are escaping. Catch them. Digimon Universe. It's like the Miss Universe pageant, but with less bikinis. <laughs> less bikinis and more Digimon. <laughs> Plus it's Ephraimon. <laughs> His name's really Atmon? Oh, no. Uh, I That's think they're all called call. App... Like, Apple Digimon? Hackmon? Huh? One says Catchmon. I'm so confused. Truly, Hat what monster. is happening? <laughs> is that the Digivice? I understand the words Digimon when he says <laughs> Haru. Is the Gogglehead. Haru oh, is the evil. Guy from uh, whatever that show was called. Yes, this is where it started for me before. The yes or no. Yeah. Gotchamon? That is his partner? Oh, it's his buddy, not his... <laughs> they prefer partners offensive. <laughs> I like that blue one. I've seen him in a bunch of pictures that the girl has. Oh, I know the word gatai. Yeah. Oh, dear lord. It's Chaos's brother. <laughs> it's called anime, oh. Oh, it's anime footage. I am ready. 
I think this is just yokai watch. Look at this music, man. I feel like I should be dancing in a nightclub. That was a lot of flair to summon your Digimon. <laughs> You're a little rascal. <laughs> well, that was fun. That was cool. It does. Like now that you mention it, though, the way he does that does remind me of Yokai Watch. It, it, yeah, um, I know. There's little chips and. You put them in the thing, and it summons a creature. It's Yokai Watch with Digimon. Yeah, it, it kind of is. No, I'm okay with that, to be honest. They, they Digimodified it, if you will. <laughs> uh, like, like I like the concept, though, and it looks like the Digidestin get their own Digimon, which I kind of like. Like, mm -hmm. I kind of miss the individual partner aspect of it. Um, but I, I was going to mention before we didn't really know anything, but like from the pictures and the little video ones I've seen, I think it's the one they show next to the girl. I really like the design of the blue guy. Um, yeah, I like that one a lot, too. I'm excited for that, though, because uh, it's a Digimon anime I'll actually be able to watch because I don't have a weird reverse tourism about it because <laughs> I watch Cross Wars all in Japanese. Um, so I'm actually really excited for that. It looks pretty neat. It looks like it's using some interesting things. And it'll be fun to talk about Digimon again. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what they do for toys. Like... Because the Cross Wars toy line, like, just fucking bombed. <laughs> they showed a couple pictures of ones from Amiyami that didn't look bad, like those. They showed, like, a bunch of those little guys that we just saw in the, the ad, so they didn't look too bad, at least. So, who knows? Some, I doubt. I feel like. To add to the repertoire. <laughs> I feel like I doubt we'll try to do it here again. I'm not sure. It didn't seem like Fusion I don't did think that. So, well. Fusion did really bad. Like, the, like toy, the toy line lasted shorter than Japan's toy line did. And that's pitiful. <laughs> yeah, like, and even the show, like, I don't know anything about ratings, but I mean, after it finished its run, it's only ever on that I see at, like, you know, 3 a.m. and stuff. Like, like LBX gets more. Which is funny how they're still doing LBX, but, like, the toy line was here for, like, four minutes also. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... I don't yeah. know, but... Yeah, I, I don't think they're probably gonna try it i mean we we still haven't heard anything about a, a try dub so yeah, between that sad. not between that not getting announced and uh fusion just kind of doing total shit balls i highly doubt this will get brought over um i'm i'm not sure how cyber sleuth sales were uh to warrant whether we'd be getting any like of the games or apps that they release but I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens, but like um, honestly, be, I won't be I'll too be mad if we don't get it. The... Go ahead. I was a dub of this. I just I kind of want a dub of try because like I'm stubborn enough that I'll never watch it if we don't get a dub. But like this, <laughs> I'm totally fine just watching the subs as they come out, like I did with Cross Wars. We'll have, we'll have to do the hunt for a place that's going to sub this one. It starts. Yeah, Crystal. Or just like maybe... <laughs> Chris, why don't you find somebody that can just go through all the Digimon episodes and cut together sound bites from the dub and make a dub 
Of this, just cut together previously recorded dialogue to make a dub. There you go, boom. But they did. I have to say though, I I didn't end up following it. I'll probably when I'm on a Digimon kick, like end up buying the Crosswords DVDs and watching, or the Fusion ones and watching it in the dub. But like I watched for the first little bit, and like the voices they got were pretty on point. I think the only one I didn't care for, and it wasn't even like, uh, oh, he didn't sound like what I thought the character would, but it was. Uh, Oh shit! I can't remember the character's name, but the 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 guy, Zenjiro, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He because because he was Impmon and like the guy didn't change his voice enough, so it yeah. wasn't even Derek about Derek Stephen like, Prince doesn't have that many different voices. So. Yeah, because it was like it wasn't even like oh yeah Zenjiro was not like that. It was it was kind of like the same reason that I couldn't watch Five Ds because you say was just Tristan, and <laughs> Jack was Bakura. Although I actually don't, Bakura really didn't wasn't fitting of what his character was, because like he did a really good like evil type dude, and Jack was an antagonist, but only for like season one. So it's like weird later when he's normal, but he still sounds like an evil genius. <laughs> um, but like that's like the only one that I really didn't care for. But everyone else I thought was pretty on point. Uh, Digimon, they are the digital monsters. They are the champions. You got that right. If I want any future Digivices, I have to go to Mandrake <laughs> or something, because I've been blacklisted. Well, it, it, would be, it, it would be... Oh, oh, like the anniversary ones? Yeah. I was going to say, this one would be on HLJ and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about, like, the deep power and stuff. <sighs> I think that is it, though, for the news. I think that's it. The international yeah. airings for Dino Charge started in... The Those first things. episode where something actually happened was today, which is uh, Wednesday. Um, so like everything else has been really fillery. Which yeah, it, it, it's been it's it was kind of like the last episode of Geodrew, not the one we're going to talk about uh, in a few minutes, but the one before that where it was just like, oh, this is a filler episode, and then like the last bit, it's like, oh, here's a little bit of plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, the that, that was well. that's been most of the Dino Charge episodes. It's like, oh, this is a nonsense filler episode. Oh, here's a tiny bit with Silver, <laughs> who's basically just FaceTiming it in apparently for most of his run. <laughs> He's really phoning it in. <laughs> yeah, like really. Talk about phoning in your performance, man. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it is a space phone, it still counts. <laughs> Um, but I, I, we might talk about that at some point this this season, just to have something to talk about. But yeah, due to lack maybe, of content, maybe once the all the episodes air. Yeah, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see. Whatever. It's we'll like in things. Hindi or something now. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about this. Oh, I'm sorry, that was too much. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't think of the. I mean, of anything but the Harold and Kumar version. But like, there's like such a lack of content. We'll put a big spoiler up. We'll pixelate our pictures. People are so wary about it. People are the worst. Okay. So now it's time for. Uh, superhero time. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, uh so th- this will this is uh Geoger uh 17 yes i think, I think that was the one yes that question was mark. yes Geoger 17 and ghost 33 because we're still behind because yeah, as of I'm as of right sure now 
Ghosts isn't up. I'll check TV Nihon real quick, but it, it wasn't up earlier. I looked. No, it's still not up on TV Nihon either. So. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on over there, but um, I mean, we still always have an episode to talk about, but we're like perpetually a week behind for like three weeks now. Yeah, so I don't know. We might catch up eventually. It depends on whatever, because like TV Nihon will sometimes get it out before we start recording, but it would be really close. And, yeah, and now, like, now me, lately, Overtime isn't putting it out until, like, while we're recording or, like, right after we finish recording. And then, like, then we don't have time to actually watch the fucking episode, if that's the case. So, yeah. Um, it's kind so, of for now, enjoy this, our time. throwback of when we used to be a week behind always, because we only did yeah. TV Neon subs. <laughs> so, uh, alright, so, Georgia, uh, 17. Um, okay. Was three fourths like normal boring filler, and then the last fourth was like awesome because Joe the World showed up and kicked everyone's ass, and like oh, advertised was, the hell the, out of himself. It was the playing card thing. I was like, I was trying to remember the beginning half of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it but, was the the bit with the playing cards and like, oh, we can't go near people with the same suit, otherwise we all get electrocuted. And then, oh, wait, we can just deface these cards and it renders the power useless. (laughs) (laughs) The villains really didn't think that plan through. You know, he's like, oh, my cards are awesome. And I was like, oh, shit, that's a pretty glaring weakness. I'm awful. (laughs) Like, even the monster was upset that his ability was that bad. (laughs) He was even disappointed himself. (laughs) Um, But yes, that was a thing. Um... Yeah, that that was a thing. That's all I got for that. But then, uh, Joe the World showed up, or just the world right now, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> just like, uh, yeah, your name's weird. And yeah, oh, he he kicked a lot of ass. <laughs> he really did. It was kind of awesome. Um, I will say right now that the like triple uh, beast unleashed form. Is fucking awesome. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> Giant ass claw, a tail whip, and spikes on his shoulders. I'm like, that's just fucking cool. Everything Though about it ma- him is really awesome. Though. I know it. Ma- it makes me want to see a winged version of Geo Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Like I just am trying to flutter and just falling. <laughs> like, uh, I, I want to so- see that and. Like I'm just looking at uh, like I got the vinyl figure sitting on on my desk here and God, it's such a cool ass design. It <laughs> really is. Like and I, I love the whole design in general. I think my f- least favorite of the three is the wolf because I think it looks the least like it. But like I really like the rhino and I I really like the way the croc one looks too. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. What was I saying? Oh yeah. Um. But like it's funny because based on the preview. Even though, like, at the end of last week, we saw, like, him being created and stuff. Like, the preview looked like it showed, like, filler, and then it showed, like, a little shadow of him or whatever. So I honestly thought that we were just going to do a boring episode. And then, like, he was literally going to show up in the last frame. And that's how we were going to do it. But uh, even though I didn't really enjoy, like, the fillery part, I like how it was done. Because it was, like, you're thinking, oh, this is just a normal episode. They're going to do this. And they literally get interrupted in the middle of doing their finisher by him, like, fishing them yeah <laughs> uh which was just it was cool i liked the way they did that and he had a really cool debut and, and it was uh, cool to see evil ranger the 
I I love the the fishing elements that he had to counter uh, Yamato's whip sword. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> like you just scooped up and then used the whip sword with the fishing rod to beat the yeah, shit out of Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, like, and it's I, like, I've always I... <laughs> I've always praised Jojo's uh, like fight choreography and the way they handled like the more like beast like elements of their their fighting tactics, but like this one took the cake for how awesome it was. Like, it was yeah, great. It was... Like I didn't even think about him using the the fishing rod like that. Like it's such a funny toku weapon that's like stupid, but somehow they made it awesome. But it's still stupid at the same time. Like, it's kind of cool. Um, and, like, I know that, because his whole bit is being brainwashed or whatever, but I really wish that he would stay evil for longer. I know. Because, uh, I, like, I think the closest we ever got was Aubrey Killer, because he wasn't brainwashed or anything, and he was basically an antagonist for the majority of the series, and I would love to have that, uh, just because it's kind of cool. But since he's brainwashed, I don't see that happening. Yeah, but it's not, still he'll he sh- he'll probably be good by um, the beginning of July or so. Um, but it's still it's a, it's a great shakeup. Like I really hope that this gives him good momentum. Like I hope that obviously his arc will probably make for some good stuff. I don't want to like say anything definitively because like as soon as I do, like all of a sudden like a wacky antics will ensue somehow. <laughs> uh, but like after he turns good, I, I hope the show still manages to have uh, a little bit more momentum going which is it's kind of a hard time because usually summers can be a little more droughty i remember like after genta showed up like stink andrew was super boring in the summer but like i just hope that we pick up a little bit because it was really nice to be excited again you know <laughs> excuse me the end um. <laughs> Um, no, like, I mean, discussion-wise, there's not a whole lot else, but it was, like, the episode itself was just kind of alright, but the, the last bit was just really, really fucking solid. Yeah, it was like he interrupted a, a normal episode, which I kind of liked. Um, <laughs> I but can't next week your normally shitty episode. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that's what I kind of liked about it. Like, it was kind of sucky that, like, for the first three parts of it, I was, like, bored, but... I like that it basically broke that up, like right in the middle of them wrapping shit up, and next week should be awesome because of it. And it was just really cool. <laughs> the monster of the days together, ass kicked. Uh, hey, uh, do the thing. Get <laughs> <laughs> Guinness is like, man, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, they, that that was good shit. Mm-hmm. It was. Good old fashioned ass kicking. Was a good I really want us to do Jojo because I really want figure of Joe the world, like an articulated oh, figure. Hmm. Like it's it's kind of sad that because of the state the show's in right now, Power Rangers, that like I'm solely wanting adaptions for the figures <laughs> and like the the what if toys and stuff. And, like, not because I'm like, oh, we can do something awesome with it. I'm like, I really want five-inch figures. And, like, I think there could be some really cool, like, Bandai America, like, what-if toys for Jojo's stuff. So, that's, like, the main thing I want. And it's, like, a missed opportunity to do a um, a sort of whatever, 
like the dumb gimmick figures we've been doing for Sentai that we like abandoned after the first three guys, but to have one that's helmet switches. Like if we mm-hmm. do it here, there's like a, there would be a missed opportunity for that too. If we didn't do it, kind of like with Carnival, like neither country took advantage of a potentially cool toy. I like know. I'm kind of surprised. Like, like that. it's it's pitifully sad that the closest we have is using the mix and more figures. Yeah, I was just thinking that, like, that's the closest, but, like, with Japan, I kind of get it because they don't have, uh, they're not as big on figures in their main line that's, like, not the collector's grade figure arts, but even so, that was, like, a perfect concept for a toy, but I I really thought we would take advantage of it here because it's not like it would require even any sort of intensive transformation. It could just be two little pieces that clip together onto the hand, and it would make for cool display pieces and stuff so like it's like this this form gimmick that's made for a toy and it's not being used oh why are we just running everything probably because i would just be lazy (laughs) and not do anything yeah we we went over this (laughs) yeah okay so then ghost last week's ghost Stale yeah. ghost. Um, <laughs> Dead ghost. I gotta say, I gotta say this before I forget this, but uh, Ghost totally pulled an Ash Greninja with his final form. I. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're they're like fucking. Oh, you can't see me yet. The toy's <laughs> not out. <laughs> Like he's just surrounded by water. Ash passed out in the background afterwards. I'm like, why is Ash there? Like, <laughs> like it was just, it was pretty funny. Ash was like, we can do it, ghost. <laughs> Use cut. Why does he know cut? <laughs> Thank you. I was wondering that. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, they kind of gave it a... What I, I would never think it would have as cool looking of a uh, animation as it does, <laughs> but still, like he's like, got this really powerful Pokemon. Let's teach it cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really funny. Um, uh, all right, Ghost. Um, I'm trying to remember things because I ended up watching this last Friday. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Um, um, I'm I'm used to watching it like a day or so before we record not a week so yeah <laughs> that was mostly my bad but <laughs> um like what what i'll say about it is that okay i don't want this to sound like a comparison because of how much i just like ninja but it kind of reminded me of ninja's endgame episodes where like uh most of the episode like the the stuff that was happening i could uh, like objectively say like oh this is pretty good content but like i really didn't care about what was happening I can agree um, with that, yeah. Um, but it's not like on the level of Ninja, because I would say I care about the characters and ghosts more than Ninja, but I honestly still don't really care about that many of them. So it was like all these moments that I'm like, okay, this is a pretty good episode, but because I'm not invested in anybody really, it's not really you know, making me feel anything. Um, but on top of that, other than like mo- I think most of that episode being well-structured in that respect... The whole Takaru dying thing, I think, wasn't impactful at all because he already did it once. Um, and the reason he came back was he like... He did it twice if you want to get technical. Yeah, yeah. So it really was just... It really didn't help any sort of possible 
emotional feeling or like feelings of excitement I could have had when he returned. Um, and like I kind of a small part of me liked the tying why he came back to uh, the Takoyaki grandma of like you live on through people's memories. I think that was a cool sentiment. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason he came back because of it was such a stupid, uh, like, toku, like, easy fix reason. And, it, like, all of a sudden having the form, like, we might get a little bit more next week, but it was like, the the base idea of it was cool, but it ended up as a really cheesy, dumb, uh, like, cheap execution of how he got this and came back. Um. Drops mic. <laughs> Brian Burps. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> Leave the frickin' theater. <laughs> um, where am I going with anything? I don't really know. Um, That's what I say every morning when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I kind of agree with everything you said. Like Structure-wise, it was a well-paced... For, for Ghost, a well-written... Uh, uh, episode and like like you said, it, it's just one of those things where I care so little about most of the characters in the show. Like Alana's the only one I think I actually kind of like. Yeah, same. And here. so I am just kind of sitting, going, "Well, okay, he could stay dead. That's fine." But <laughs> uh, he said he he's died twice. He died initially because he's ghost. He kind of has yeah. to die to get there. And then he did. He 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 did. And then he did. I almost said he Danished. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! Now I really want to Danish. Because I was gonna say dead, and then I was gonna switch it to vanished, and so Danished. (laughs) Danished. Oh my god! But he vanished when his like his time was up, and he used the the things to bring cannon back, and then boost happened and stuff. Boost. And it, it created a situation like they got over in the Flareverse when Laurel died. They're like, "Oh, we'll bring her back. We'll, we'll just bring. We'll just bring yeah. her back. We got something right." And so it's the same situation. They're like, "Well, Takaru came back twice. He'll come back again. Just you watch. We'll find something." Huh? And, and then everyone just starts simultaneously crying. <laughs> and I, I think here. The the whole like living on through memories, uh, worked a lot better than it did in Decade, <laughs> which did the same exact thing. <laughs> I forgot about give that. Give or take, except it was like with a photo or something instead <laughs> of pieces of an icon. Um, but so it was kind of a rehash of that. But I I felt it it carried a little bit more. Uh. At the same time, I feel some of the reactions of some of the characters was really weird. Yeah. Um, like, the, like, the two little side dudes, like, just kind of started bawling. I'm like, you didn't interact with them that much, bro. Calm yeah, down. you were just kind of there. Uh, like, I can understand, like, Akari and Onari getting really upset because they spent their whole life with uh, him. But to, to have, like, them just kind of, like, just start bawling at one point and then like canon and I'm like bitch you were an icon <laughs> but anyway I don't know but uh at the very least it 
it entertained me, and like I said, I thought it was a well-structured episode. I think I emotionally just wasn't invested in it. Yeah, that's but, exactly. um, the the end scene I think was pretty cool with them kind of standing there, and then like all the the images of the faces, and then when he came back, and then he was golden because yeah. they can't show the form yet. <laughs> Total Astro Ninja. Uh, oh, oh god, I didn't even put... I, I didn't even connect to those dots. <laughs> you <laughs> brought it up. That's like the perfect analogy for this. <laughs> um, I, lo- I love it. So, yeah, it, w- it was entertaining in in that regard. Um, I, I think this episode that we should have watched by now... Uh, <laughs> that's such a selfish thing to say, I think. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I think that it explains a lot of things of what happened and where the Mugen icon comes from and stuff. Um, so we'll talk about that next week, I guess. But I thought there was something I wanted to say. But You know, one thing I didn't understand was when his uh, when he lost all the icons or whatever... Uh, didn't he, wouldn't he still have had boosts? Um, I think they're implying that boosts got sucked up too. Okay, because it just seemed like, oh, I just got this one left. I'm like, well, but that wasn't one of the heroic ones. It was just, you know, I'm like, as much as I don't want to see that form right now, <laughs> or hear the jingles. Because when it, uh, when that, uh, uh, Gonmizer died, and, like, he got all the icons back, like, he like grabbed boost so boost i know i'm like god damn it, boost i'm under Why the impression the show? that boost boost was captured as well but i don't know it it didn't really Just... amount to much anyway because they're all like yeah oh i got this one <laughs> and then <laughs> he just kind of died again classic ghost <laughs> dying everywhere classic classic death but <laughs> uh wow. There was something else I was thinking about. Oh, uh, like, I feel like there was a missed opportunity to make, instead of making him, whether or not, which he probably will, but come back to life at the end of the series, but to make him coming back to life be when he gets his final form and continuing his fight as an alive person. Yeah. I think that could have been a really good emotional, more, more emotional payoff if, like, the day count lined up, so maybe like he missed his goal almost for this, and then he came back as a human and became Mugen. Like I'm not sure what the story mechanics would have been, uh, but like it just it could have been cool. Like I feel like that whole element of him coming back to life has lost its emotional weight given how it's been treated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I was just thinking about that during this because like I'm like oh he's still a ghost. Everyone else has a body but him. <laughs> even as a body <laughs> i know it's like that's how funny it is <laughs> you can't system. do that you have a mortal body now oh shit <laughs> <laughs> didn't they hear about the body system from heavyweights they clearly had never even watched heavyweights slackers uh, i don't think i have anything else to say because i'm just gonna make that point about bodies and alive Boom, drops mic again. Boom. Boom. Boom, lawyered. <laughs> okay. So now it's time for... Um, 
Ramble, ramble, ramble time. (laughs) (laughs) So, this week's Pokemon was basically Serena's contest, and I honestly earshotted it, and I can't remember if she won. She didn't. Did she? Yeah, she did. Oh, she did, okay. Well, she, she she has her keys and she can go fight the master class now. Oh, the non-grand festival? Yeah. <laughs> okay, because I was confused just because I was like half paying attention and I stopped watching for a couple minutes and when I came back into the room that old bitch was like scolding her, not scolding her, but kind of giving like a disapproving message or something. Yeah, I... And, like, I... I don't really remember <laughs> what that was about. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think know. it was, uh, like, I know she was eavesdropping uh, when she was talking to that other chick that was irrelevant. She was just there as a plot device. But, yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, you're still lacking something to be a Kalos queen or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Like... Because uh, throughout the whole other episode, or rest of the episode, I just remember her, like, having the same blank expression on her face watching, like, the entire contest. That's just all the time, I, really. <laughs> I really wanted to know, like... What love is? Exactly that. I mean, <laughs> I'll never find that out. But, <laughs> like, uh, like behind, kind of like, I would love to know some of the behind-the-scenes reasons behind, like, basically any decision from Unova. But, like, what they were thinking with Serena's character of, like, you remember how long she took to get going? And then they make these non-contest contests. Like, why not just make them be contests, given that we brought Ruby and Sapphire back? And then she, like, she only has three Pokemon, and the series is almost over now. And... I don't know, like, it was just a, a weird handling of it. And I'm really curious to see who's gonna be Ash's traveling companions for Sun and Moon, and what their roles are gonna be. I just hope they're better than this. Yeah. Like, I would love for Sun and Moon to do contests, or for the anime just to bring them back, because just to do them properly, I don't really see a problem with it. I mean... Given how repetitive the anime is anyway, I'm just not opposed to them just doing contests every cycle because they're more entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. And, and it gives the second protagonist something more to do because Dawn and May had a lot more episodes to do stuff in and Serena's just been such a weirdly handled character. Like, I don't know. I just thought about that a lot during this episode. And like that... Is literally it for TV this week that we watch and talk about. There, there was uh, the Pokemon news from last week. Oh yeah, the, the second trailer thing with the the names of the legendaries, which I've already forgotten. Sigalio and there's a Allah. There we go. What did you say, Allah? Lu- <laughs> <laughs> Lunala. Oh okay. And then, but we did get. That there's going to be a Rotom Pokedex, which I did not see coming at all. <laughs> the, the greatest thing out of that entire trailer was the Rotom Pokedex. Like, 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 I would have never even really thought about that, and here it is, this fucking grinning-ass Pokedex. I'm like, I know that grin. My boy. Like, <laughs> if you were to ask me, 
like before this came out to like write down a list of everything I thought could come out of Sun and Moon. I never would have thought of that. I know. Which I, a little surprised. I absolutely agree. Like <laughs> it was that was fantastic. Um, so that, that's a neat little surprise. So I, I, I dig that a lot. Um, what else? There, there's a, a QR code feature uh, to where you can like generate and share a QR code uh, with a friend for like a Pokedex or a Pokedex, a Pokemon they don't have in their Pokedex. Uh, I don't know if that's going to count towards like a registration. So like, it, if you need to like register all the Pokemon in your Pokedex, whether that counts as a registration or not, um, or what have you, but I don't know. It, it's a it's a neat concept, but I feel like with just with the internet, what they're going for isn't really gonna work. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, share with your friends, help each other out, and it's like oh, here uh, here's here you go, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> here's QR codes for every Pokemon. Um, but that's neat at the very least. Um, there, there is a whole bunch of like character art and yeah, the protagonist. Um, we're supposed to get, uh, more information at E3. So that'll be fun. Which is next week. Um, yeah, I know. I'm excited. Hashtag fun times. Uh, (laughs) and we'll have like a lot more to talk about next week, which is kind of cool. I know. Fuck Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Finally, uh, and uh, they're the they got a bracelet on, which is like kind of like a mega ring and stuff, and it's it's got that diamond shaped crystal. So like that's gotta it's gotta end up being something, whatever yeah. it ends up being. But like it's in their character art and it's on the characters in the game, and it's in the like the diamond itself is in the Japanese logos. So, like it's gonna end up being something, whether it connects to the legendaries, or if it's a new form of evolution like Ash Greninja or, or what have you. But I'm really excited to to find out about that, and I'm excited to see more new Pokemon. Didn't you say that it, like you tweeted about something being found about Synergy Evolution or something like that? I still haven't gotten any other confirmation about that, so that could have very easily just been Photoshop, but. Okay. Um, it was it was like a picture of the code of the website that said Synergy Evolution, but I haven't seen any Pokemon people talk about it at all, like they did yeah, when they found the the type icons in the code of the website. Everyone was talking about that, but no one's talking about this. Yeah. So I, I I think it's probably shopped, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what we end up getting if we get like an Ash Greninja thing. I wouldn't be yeah. too surprised if, like, Sync Revolution or Synergy Evolution or something is the name of that. But Like, it would be... I think we probably talked about this when it was first announced or in speculation talk or whatever. But if there's character customization, like, the idea of doing that and, like, the Pokemon taking aspects of your outfit is just cool because, like, so many people's Pokemon could look different. I know. Which is, like... I mean, I know there's a lot of Pokemon, but if not all of them can do it, it's not really a far-fetched or difficult idea considering character customization and RPGs and in MMOs and in, like, FPSs even. Mm-hmm. How many different combinations there are for armor and shit. Like, how cool it would be. It's a cool concept. Yeah, at, at the very least, I could see it. If it is limited, if they do, like, do something like that and it's limited... 
I could just see it being limited to your starters. Yeah. Um, which would be okay. I mean, I would like to see it in other situations too, like just a limited number of Pokemon, kind of like Mega Evolution. Yeah. But in terms of something where they're trying to get it along to the point where like it's the bond between the trainer and the Pokemon, the the starter would make the most sense, but. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. But it, there's it's it's that time where there's just like there's news coming out like every month and it's exciting. Yeah. It's pretty great. Even if this one was like well, a little bit smaller than the last one, but still, it's nice to know that you're winning and having certain things to talk about for a little while. Yeah. But trainer customization hasn't been confirmed though, has it? Other than like racial. Right. Um, but I don't know, cause like it, it's so weird because we've seen like different colored shirts. They're the same mm-hmm. shirt design, but it's a different color of the shirt. But I don't know whether that can change depending on like what skin color you pick. Like yeah, the pasty white kid has a blue shirt. But the, like, tan Hawaiian kid has a red shirt or or what have you. So I'm not really (laughs) sure, uh, like, how far they're going with that. But uh, at the very least, I think you can pick, like, your your skin tone, your hair color, and, like, the color of your clothes. It's a start. Which is cool, but (laughs) I like the customization was just a neat little element. It was. They always take stuff away. They they always do it. They add a feature for a gen, and then they take it away, and it's obnoxious. I know. Kind of like what the anime does, too, when you think about it. But, like, to a less effective extent. Okay. So, I think that's it for, like, anything else other than movies, because... Um, it's just summer and everything's dead and you don't watch 12 Monkeys or Up From Black or uh, what would really be the richest amount of topics which is uh, America's Got Talent. <laughs> uh, the only thing to talk about that is really they film the play from Morphicom or film, audition. I guess film too. But anyway, we both saw X-Men Apocalypse so we get to talk about that. Yep, yep. Um, Next week, possibly Turtles if Kevin's here. It might just be him. I don't know if, Brian, you're going to see it this week, but I'm probably not going to see it until the DVD. Since I, uh, I, I, you guys can talk about it, and I'll talk about Neighbors, and it'll just be funny. <laughs> I'll see it this month. I don't know when exactly. <laughs> um, but Apocalypse. I really liked it quite a lot. Yeah, I, I agreed. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's weird about this is that I'm seeing it get a lot of critically negative feedback, which doesn't make any sense to me. Like, but something like, like Batman versus is Superman. There, is there critically negative feedback besides the fact that that one poster had him choking Mystique and everyone got upset? Well, yeah, more than that. Like, I just okay. saw that recently. But, like, it's something amongst, amongst fans I've seen a little bit, but it's almost more amongst media. And it's weird because, like, with something like Batman vs. Superman, which I liked more than most people, but like I could still see legitimate criticisms being discussed, but I could see why people would want to talk about it. But like with mm-hmm. this, I mean, while it's not like 
a perfect film or anything uh, to talk about various things that you might not have liked or could have been different. But like I've seen people talking about how it's the worst one or it's as bad as X three, and it's like, oh come, hold on. Yeah, like I know, and it's like I thought it was pretty damn good, and so like I, it's a really confusing situation because even with certain films that I like that people don't. I can sometimes see why it might be critically panned, but I'm not sure why this one's getting a lot of heat. Um, yeah, because I really liked it a lot. Like, I thought Dude, it was I, a. I thought it was pretty solid. I thought it was like a really good wrap up for this trilogy because you haven't seen the Dark Knight movies, but like the the last one. It was obviously a sequel to both of them, but, like, in spirit, it felt it was largely more of a sequel to the first one, but with, like, one of the core elements of the second one as a sequel, too, and I felt that was the case here, where it spiritually felt like a lot of sequel to the first class with, like, the core element of Mystique's um, choice and future past being, like, a sequel element from the last one. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I really like how well, they used a lot of flashbacks from the first class, and I love how it tied together at the end with because a lot of first class about first class was about forming the X Men in the first place, and in the end of this movie, they do form the X Men finally, like again officially. Ever like the first time really since the end of first class when they first went on the mission in Cuba, because they haven't truly formed them since then. Because Future Past was a lot different structured, um, so I thought it was a really nice bookend tie-in and like an ending callback and everything for these characters that have been there since first class. Um, some of the criticisms I agree with, like, Apocalypse wasn't really that exciting of a villain, but I thought he did his job fine. Like, kind of like the uh, like Marvel Studios movies, where sometimes everything else about the movie is so good that you don't really care so much that the villain was kind of one note. Like, Yes, it would be awesome if these movies were as awesome as they were, but the villain was even more intriguing, but there's enough going on in the movie that you can forgive it for that, and I kind of felt like that with this, where yeah. Apocalypse did feel like a threat. I didn't find him terribly interesting, um, but I really wasn't that mad because that really wasn't what the movie was about for me. I don't really think you need to necessarily have an intriguing villain to have a good movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Apocalypse did kind of suck. I mean, he he, he he's basically a a would be god character. I mean, what more yeah. do you want out of him? He was just a powerful menace. Like, are, are <laughs> you looking for some like a neighborhood terror? <laughs> he's he's really just a godlike version of Dennis the Menace when you really boil down to it. Honestly, uh, <laughs> um, but. It, to me, it was more along the lines of just the the growth of the characters. Like, I mean, I mean, fucking Magneto had a god. His entire like arc between the movies is just like this continuous roller coaster between good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of just want to punch him in the face and go, dude, pick one. But <laughs> yeah. Um. But I. I mean, like. He had character growth, and Mystique had character growth, and and Charles, and everyone, really. I mean, the I think the biggest drawback I had 
was just the fact that some characters felt ultimately unnecessary. Um, I, I know sh uh, most of her scenes got cut, but I mean, there was a lot of pumping of Jubilee, Jubilee. and she ultimately just like got sidelined the entire movie, which I guess is kind of like Rogue from the last movie. Yeah. Um, so I, Jubilee cut, uh, damn it. <laughs> I was going to make the joke. Um, sorry, sorry, but, he ruined it uh but there's that and then there's also like the whole bit between like angel and psylocke both were just there uh storm getting more obviously because she's storm <laughs> but she even got like amongst like the trio of like original x-men characters or like classic X iconic x-men characters i guess of like cyclops jean gray and storm she got like the least because she was basically like, I'm going to follow Apocalypse. Oh, shit. He's choking out my idol. I'm going to pick the Academy now. And that was her storyline. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, Which I'm is really sad when, do... when I say something like she probably got the most focus out of the yeah. three that weren't Magneto. It, it shows you how little there was for, for Angel and and Psylocke. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm hoping they do an entire Storm solo movie to explain why she loses her accent when she turns into Halle Berry. <laughs> um, I'm going to assume it's an entire Beetleborgs Joe situation where she ends up just <laughs> looking like Halle Berry to everyone else but her, and she loses her accent. Um, <laughs> but, you know, with Angel, it was cool to see, like, the way they turned him into archangel but it was kind of yeah. lesser than what i've seen but it was cool to see um but it's funny that like he basically got very little considering this is the second time we've done him and he got little both times <laughs> um guess it's just not Psylocke, that compelling <laughs> yeah apparently he's not i've heard people say that but uh with psylocke i wasn't too upset because to be honest i really just expected her to be exactly what she was which was just like a generic antagonist, you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> so, um, so Storm was probably the most disappointing one to me because I really liked Jean Grey a lot because I can't stand the old Jean Grey and I really like Sansa Stark's Jean Grey. I thought she did a really good job as it and I've mentioned this multiple times but like in the comics and like in the TV shows I've watched or read, I've always, she's always described as like a really beautiful character and I got that from Sansa Stark Jean Grey and not the old and busted one. <laughs> so I really liked her. I, I liked. I didn't like love Scott, but I liked him okay because it was like before he really got into Jean. So it was like every incarnation of Cyclops I've seen, with the exception of I think X Men Evolution, he's always just super whiny about Jean. So it was good to see him before that happened. <laughs> um, I liked Nightcrawler a lot. He was pretty funny. <laughs> he was great. <laughs> he was basically, which I guess is what he is, is like a younger, slightly funnier version of the one from X Two, which was which was <laughs> nice. Um, I want to go to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> I go make bowling. Damn it. <laughs> um, but I go make Jubilee, shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I go make night crawling. <laughs> I go make teleporting. Okay. Um, okay, but with Jubilee, um, I feel really bad for the actress because when I watched IGN's discussion of it, they intermingled an interview that they did with her, and she was, like, super excited about everything because she did have more scenes she filmed including ones where she used her powers and like she took promo pics for like posters and stuff and apparently she didn't say it but I'm, I'm assuming like the decision to cut her from even promotion was made 
because I think a lot of the hype was fan hype after a while because like she wasn't in any of the posters and not really in any of the trailers that I've seen either, other than like mm. potentially being in the background. Um, so I think like that decision was made earlier on, but like she was basically going to be the way she, she was knocked out with everyone else. So I don't think she was too much later in the movie, but there was like a whole mall scene that they deleted and there's not going to be a, a rogue cut, but there's going to, you're going to, we're going to get to see those scenes that she was in. Uh, so, like, I wasn't really that upset about not seeing Jubilee just because uh, there were so many other characters to focus on, but I feel bad for the actress. Um, I still think they could have, like, either kept the mall scene in, because her name was never even said in the movie, um, or, like, even had her, even if she didn't do anything, had her, I don't see the harm in having her tag along with the rest of everyone, just for the sole reason of establishing her to have her have a bigger role in the next movie. Um, and even now, like if they decide to use Jubilee again and like actually use her, I hope they use the same actress just because I feel so bad for her. Yeah. But they, they but they could have even kept her in the background as almost a tag along to establish her. Um, it, it's funny with the Magneto thing you brought up is that uh, in one of the, like the reviews I watched, someone was saying that they're tired of it because it's like, it's like an abusive relationship with him and Charles where it's like, oh, you don't know him like I do. He's really just a good guy. <laughs> and like, that's <laughs> the way he described the relationship, which is kind of true. It is. Uh, like, every movie, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I still really like Magneto, though. Um, I really like... Um, I like Rogue a lot more. I, in general, I actually like the whole first class choices better than the original cast choices exception of wolverine who's the same everywhere um <laughs> but like because i thought rebecca romaine did good as mystique for sure but she was just kind of like a generic villainous for me whereas i think jennifer lawrence's brought a lot more different layers to mystique and yeah. i like that they ended up taking a totally different route with her like i don't i know a little bit about i know more about x-men than certain other comics but i don't know anything about whether I'm sure she was, given how long it's been running, what incarnations she was actually in X-Men and in good and whatnot, but I like the different things they've taken with her. I think she's added a lot more to it. I like how Wolverine's changing of the timeline has obviously impacted that. Um, so I really liked her, her whole arc for th three movies, but I liked her in this movie too. I like how her excuse for not changing was because she thought it was like a false acceptance for mutants, which kind of made sense, but it was also because Jennifer Lawrence just doesn't like doing the paint. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's kind of funny. I don't funny. blame like, her. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. And, like, her suit is just, like, so can we just do the head and me put on, like, an X-Men suit? <laughs> uh, uh, I like, I don't know how if it's always that way, but how Charles' reason for going bald is when he started to transform into uh, Apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny. There's people saying, like, whether it's seriously or a joke, like, well, why wasn't Apocalypse mentioned in the first movies or whatever? Or why wasn't he in the first movies? And they did explain it, how Rogue's um, revealing... Rogue? Wow. Uh, Mystique's revealing of, like, the, the mutants to the world and everything, like, spurred that group to find Apocalypse's grave. Uh -huh. But even if that wasn't in there... Apocalypse would have been defeated by the events of the first movie because this is what, fifteen years before the first movie or something like that. Yeah, around so, there. Like in, 
Yeah, because even if he, he, whether or not he was awoken in the original timeline, he would have been dealt with before. So, like, I don't know, I don't see that as a valid complaint. Even if they hadn't explained it, just the very fact that this takes place so many years before X1, I really didn't need anything. Because, I, I mean, obviously the movie hadn't been invented yet, but I can't think of a reason they would bring up Apocalypse in dialogue. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, I absolutely love the Quicksilver sequence. Um, Two movies in a row, his sequences were just fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I th- I thought it was great. The the dog with the pizza and just <laughs> who is played like by a dog named Tauntaun. <laughs> I did not know that. That is a random fact to pull out. <laughs> I was paying attention during the credits. Oh damn! That was that uh, was my takeaway. Was that Pizza Dog was played by a dog named Tauntaun <laughs> from the whole movie? <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie, that's the only thing I remember. No. Um, but I, I thought it was a great like follow-up to the first Quicksilver sequence. Uh, it was just cool. I thought I thought it was kind of weird that... like It, it sort of worked, but it was kind of weird that he didn't end up telling Magneto he was his son. Yeah. Because um, like, it I didn't guess, feel... I guess because they want to de- deal with it in like, another movie or something. But yeah, I could see it wouldn't that. It would have made like, sense at that moment during the battle. Well, and given that that the would have thrown was, him for a loop. <laughs> well, and given that he lost his family and his daughter, it really would have made a lot of sense and made a good moment for him to reveal it. But like, it still didn't feel wholly like unearned that he would have switched because of his uh, affections for Charles and for for Raven, but. It, it given that they built that up, I mean, it's kind of nice sometimes they subvert your expectations, but like it would have been a perfect emotional moment to reveal that. Revealed. Mm-hmm. Like Quicksilver would say, "I'm your son." Revealed. Confirmed. Shows DNA test. It just says confirmed on it. <laughs> um, but I really like Quicksilver. I, I like his. I, I, the, I'm glad he got to be in this movie more than the last one. I like this version so much better than the Ultron one. As much as I like Age of Ultron, like. This one is so much better than... Like, the only thing the other one was good for me was the you-didn't-see-that-coming meme. <laughs> that was it. Classic quick-ass. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. Wolverine was in a really funny lab outfit when he made his cameo and had a creeper moment with Sansa Stark. Um, what else... Happen. I basically covered everything. Um, the after credit scene is basically teasing like this villain that's involved with Wolverine is for the next Wolverine movie, and that would possibly is a tease to what's like a female clone of Wolverine, which is sort of his daughter, from yeah. what I read. I I, <laughs> like I know a, bits and pieces about that storyline, not a whole lot. It was like a classic after credit scene where as soon as it was over, I'm like to Google. Like, just like when they first showed Thanos, I'm like, oh my god, Majin Buu. Google, Majin Buu Avengers. <laughs> um, it was funny with Spider-Man, though, because it was like the most understandable one. I mean, the, the Civil War one. But like, I was curious if there was anything I was missing. It, me and my friends were talking about that. And, like, I went on and watched a video, and it said, after credit scene, explain. And it, like, verbatim said the conversation we had in the car. <laughs> with the exception of, like, the added in fact that, like, in the comics, Spider-Man will sometimes have a signal. And uh, so, like, I was 
waiting for them to be some sort of hidden clue I didn't catch. But, yeah. It's teasing towards Wolverine's final movie. Um, but I don't think there's too much else I want to say other than I just really liked it. Like, I definitely don't think it was perfect. And like I said way back, like, it, it would be awesome to have all these movies be just as good as they are and have a great villain. But sometimes there's enough that I like about the movie and get out of it that I'm not too mad about the villain being lesser, which kind of describes most of the Marvel movies, which I'm okay with. Yeah, I, like, I mean, like, like, a lot of these are built to show the characters and their journeys. And so, like, the villains are just ultimately a way to get there. Yeah. So, I mean, Apocalypse being a very one-dimensional villain didn't really matter to me because at the end of the day, he was just a tool to get the characters to where they need to be. Yeah, because so I really it, wasn't I didn't really care. <laughs> Because, like, if, if the rest of the movie was lacking in what I was wanting from it, then it would be more apparent. But, like, like Ant-Man's a really good example, because the villain was a very one-note, mustache-twirly villain, but uh, that wasn't why I liked the movie. I was there for Scott and for um, for the wrap-ups of the movie by Luis. And, uh, like... Yeah, it's kind of it's you know this is a really I hate to use a Togo example, but it's kind of like with Gokaiger where the villains were super weak, but that really wasn't what made parts of the series cool. Yeah, like it's sometimes you just don't need it. Like while it would be awesome to have, it's just like a, it was a good like way to wrap up this trilogy. I'm I'm really I mean I'm sure they're gonna do more in this main line, but I, I'm looking forward to them hopefully announcing more of this main line with the the new cast for like the the older characters of Jean Grey and stuff like I love to see them do more with that and bring back the first class people as well because I know like right now the only three I can think of is I know they're going to do like an an X-Force movie was X-Force or New Mutants or both I don't know but and they're going to do the, obviously the third Wolverine movie um and then Deadpool 2 but that doesn't really count I mean in terms of like the main stuff happening um but, like, I definitely want to see more from this new cast of people and bring Charles yeah. back and maybe take a little break from Magneto's back and forth. Um, just have him go but, off somewhere else and leave or be less alone. Back and forth. Or just be a good guy. <laughs> like, or a bad guy or just, you know, I don't know, chill. I don't, know, don't make do him like a bad guy again. I'm kind of, I'm over it. <laughs> just circus tricks. Like, just bending spoons at a circus or something. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I think like I can to... tolerate him being a bad guy again. <laughs> well, I mean, Magneto's like always a bad guy, but I think it's because they just always go over the same points in the movies. Yeah. Like, I, d I really like the new cast better, but I am kind of curious to see how like the future changed a lot way in the future from Wolverine's time. Yeah, because all we really got was when like, he woke up again. Except it's implied that it's the future for the revised timeline. Yeah. Uh, like that was the last I feel like we're ever gonna get of of the older people. Yeah, like I would honestly be okay just getting like a giant nerd bug that just tells me what happened. Because yeah. I I don't really care about seeing the older people, but I am curious because everyone was alive and whatnot and then... it's kind of sad that it'll be Hugh Jackman's last Wolverine movie because I'm actually, like, okay in terms of movies I need to see of, of him, like, uh, but, like, 
I'd love for him to like retire from doing like main movies is where he's like the focus, but in terms of if they need Wolverine for something, it would seem weird if they were trying to recast him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if this is his last main Wolverine movie, I'm okay continuing on with these new characters and seeing where they go, but like if we wanna have him be in a future movie, like an X Men movie with these characters or something, it just would seem weird not having him, but I don't know. It would be like having like Steve Rogers not be Chris Evans. Or, yeah. Or or uh, Tony Stark not being Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Like, at this point, not, you just can't do it. <laughs> and not like in a Steve dies and Bucky takes over kind of way. It's yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's too established. It'd be weird. So, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next movie is. Or what it was going to be like. Cause there's lots of different things about it. Like the tease at the end. There's a, there's a lot of old man Logan rumors. Which is just him at a retirement home solving the case of the pill snatcher. <laughs> That's what I heard about the comic storyline. Not really. But we'll probably, you know, if they do have that take place, which I'm assuming in the future, then we, we, that would probably be the best chance we would get of some of the explanation of the actual future. So That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. But yeah, I really liked it. I don't see why it's getting so critically attacked because I thought it was a damn solid movie. That's just kind of us always, though. <laughs> well yeah but it's like but like sometimes like with the batman versus superman it definitely turned into cool to hate thing but like i said i could see why it was unpopular in certain aspects but this one i just i don't see like the level i'm seeing of people disliking it it's kind of ridiculous yeah uh, i didn't really see either but oh well what movie will we like that people hate next i don't know there's turtles you guys might talk about. We'll probably talk about Suicide Squad. I'm trying to think what else comes out this summer. I'm going to see Finding Dory. Wow, an amazing discussion about that, probably. <laughs> what she found, the world may never know. going to see Star Trek 3. What she so found, I don't... was she ever lost? That's the question. <laughs> Finding Nemo 2, bitches lost again. After years of jokes, they make it. But joke's on me. It's about Dory. <laughs> bitches lost. Just not again. <laughs> Uh, right, but now it's time for uh, final things. <laughs> final things. N three P. So uh. next week is TTMF. So please get in questions because we were lacking questions next time, and we cried because of how unpopular we were, and we need stuff to talk about for God's sake. So. Send in some questions, please. Please. Send in some please. questions, Plex. And that's it. That seriously is. is. We, we haven't had one of those. We have something special in the works because we never have anything special in the works anymore because we always well, forget and then we die. That's just true. Classic we us. For, we forget and then we die. <sighs> That's the entire show, in a sentence. It was death, really. <laughs>